All right, everyone. Welcome to Blimp Monday. Ryan already covered his face. I am Evan. To my left is my good friend. Kyle. To my left is my good friend. Alex. To my left is my good it's friend. It's front and right now. Caesar. It's a sort of To my left is my good friend. Shoebox. To my left is my good... Well, actually, no, I'll cut you out. You don't matter. Today, <laughs> on this great episode of Blimp Monday, okay. we're going to talk about something incredibly near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk about the formation, the creation, the rise and continuation of Burbank mm. and Zanzibar. Better than Drake. Burbank mm. and Zanzibar was created in a dark night. Was that a night, actually? It, it was night always night. a night. It only became less night. We don't see each other before 9 p.m. It's true. I see you sometimes. And even in the... What? Have you ever really looked in your mirror at night when you go to the bathroom? <laughs> I don't there. go to the bathroom. I just hold it. <laughs> Have you ever yeah, really for a reason, right? No, just don't go. Burbank and Zanzibar was an idea that came from the greatest thing to ever exist outside the fruit holder called Death Slime. Mm-hmm. What is the purpose of Death Slime, Evan? The purpose of Death Slime is decorative. Have you ever wanted a snowy... It is? Yes, yes, are you Did dumb? you forget? It's still I, for holidays. I thought it was a toy. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it's as much of a toy as gravy's a toy. <laughs> so death slime is a gelatinous substance that we sell during holidays in order for people to show their cheer and festivitousness. The smell of <laughs> Imagine a substance so malleable, so lifelike. <laughs> That it can take the form of nearly any form of lawn covering decoration. Why does everyone look so ashamed? There's so many forms. <laughs> so malleable. <laughs> My favorite adjective. I have a slime. Have you ever have you a ma- have you ever been woken up by the winter elves? And Christmas. What's happening? Have you ever looked outside on your lawn on December the twenty fifth and said, "Oh, there's no snow"? Have you ever felt your heart being crushed? Where did the elves go? Now we have the solution: Death Slime. You buy it from your nearest local Toys R Us. Only oh, Toys R Us. Even Only. the ones in outlets? In yes. yes. Right. What about the normal ones? Did, yes. Did, also did, Toys R Us. Can you get them at an Oshkosh Bagosh? No. No. Only fucking Toys R Us. And don't you forget it. We sell only in 55-gallon drums in Toys R Us. That's right. The drum is open. There's a ladle in it. And you pour it into a little decorative bucket that you weigh at the fucking front like a Froyo stand. Oh. You you can also buy the entire 55-gallon drum, but we still don't give you the top for it. I hope we charge for the bucket, too. Like, it's not included in the weight. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely not. We definitely charge for it. They don't tear that shit. But anyway, imagine, like, imagine Nickelodeon slime, but better. Right? It's thicker, it's hardier, it's grayer, lasts longer. It is actually smells horrible. (laughs) It's not gray all the time. We dye it for different seasons. Right. So if it's if if it's Christmas, we dye it completely white and you spread it all over your lawn. That way it looks like look, Santa came early and left snow as a present this year. (laughs) Santa Santa brings snow. (laughs) To make it more Christmassy, you faggots. Santa sucks. Fuck you. (laughs) 
Imagine Halloween, but you're out of fucking decorative fucking spider web, skeletons, tombstones. What do you get? You Black get death slime. Or orange death slime. You spread it over your lawn and it's fucking spooky. Or you mix the two and get dark orange. Exactly. Can you form it into tombstones and skeletons? Fuck no. No. Do not touch it. <laughs> you will fucking die. Contact with bare skin will melt it up to your elbow. What do you say? Oh, what if you use gloves? Elbow. Oh. It will destroy all vegetation on your lawn. We don't recommend putting it on the lawn. We recommend rooftops only. That sounds great. How can I get some? How did go to Toys R Us? You sounded like you fucking told you earlier. How do I? Uh, I I'd like my environment yeah. as much as I like death slime. Weird, right? It's but it's I want true. to make sure that it's an environmentally friendly. It's compl- It's all Slime. natural. It's a hundred percent recyclable. Let me show you, little boy, our oh, factory diagram <laughs> on how we make the wondrous Santa-approved death slime. <clears throat> so now we'll okay. go to our wonderful worker, Caesar. Okay, call my personal phone number because we don't have a call center, <laughs> and okay. you can schedule a tour of our facilities where I'll show you every process we take if you're on the right day to make death slime. Hey, Daddy Caesar. Yes. Uh, Who the, that's your son. Oh my make, god. He's how serious. do you make death slime? What's it made out of? I want to know because I love to play in it, but then my hair falls off. Well, little boy, he was probably my son, but I can't recognize due to a mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> death slime is made of only the most premium dead animals you can find. Wow. Truck them in, racehorses, <laughs> all of them. Exhaustive list. <laughs> Imagine. What? If, 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 for example, some people in the world are Jewish. Some of them are. Some people are Jewish. If you are Jewish, don't worry. That slime is kosher. I personally wade through these dead animals and pull out any pigs, not police, and throw them into my patented Tesla coil. That's all true, but I think we should explain the factory a bit because... Holy shit. Alright, the factory. Imagine... Burbank. It's, it's a warehouse. <laughs> a lovely With Burbank, California. Two Olympic-sized pools full of rotting animals. Every day, we have the freshest inspectors take the freshest animal carcasses what? from the freshest <laughs> highways, racetracks, dumps, <laughs> bathrooms, sewers. Bathrooms. We truck them. You know, we truck your budgie dies. They just throw we the truck trash. them. We truck them in premium non-refrigerated trucks all over the country <laughs> to our location in beautiful Burbank, California. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> kind of weird. You enunciated the bees. Yeah. The trucks back up and they open up. The doors on the factory open up. And then two Olympic-sized swimming pools. The carcasses gracefully sludge out of the back. (laughs) I squeegee them out when they don't slide all the way. (laughs) How big is the squeegee? It's like a it's a hand squeegee. Oh, like at the gas station, the free one that's always black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we let the carcasses marinate between six to eighteen weeks collecting the greatest base of death slime ever. And if you think we're not environmentally aware, incorrect. All the methane produced is recycled into our giant methane k- tank. Giant How big methane. is this tank? It is the size, wow. the volume of <laughs> a Kansas. 
<laughs> squared or cubed? cubed. It's oh a cube. my! It's a cube tank. Oh. The volume of a Kansas by Kansas by Kansas. I thought it was half a Kansas. Am Sorry. I wrong? You know what? I think we're. I think you're correct. It was a half Kansas tall. It's half okay. Kansas cubed. It's a half Kansas cubed. Sorry, listeners. My, I don't know which apologies. side of Kansas. So do- ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Scandal, uh, man. Uh, I'm raising my hand. Yes, I will call on you, young Ryan. I heard a Tesla coil earlier. Please intrigue me more. You know what happens to precocious youngsters? They don't fall in. Mm. Now. So when I am sorting out the pig and other ill-fit vermin, like plants and bugs, mm-hmm. I, I throw them on the side for storage or containment. Containment means I burn it into ashes and sweep it into the outside so the breeze will take it away. <laughs> the opposite of containment. <laughs> for, because we are dedicated to being equal to all religions. So for particularly our Jewish customers, we have decided to remove, and I guess Muslims too, we decided to remove all pork products from our death slime so you can use it without having to fear Allah or Yahweh. It is halal and kosher simultaneously. It is. So what, what we do... Uh, uh, yes. What about shellfish? That happens too. Hey, they are dead. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. <laughs> so, do, is shellfish roadkill? I don't think so. I've never seen a crab on the side of the road just crushed by a car. <laughs> we remove all of the pigs, all of the plants, all of the bugs, and we load up the Tesla coil, where our associate, Caesar... I light up my fucking Tesla coil with a big old plug into the wall, and as it fires up, I hammer toss any pigs I can into the Tesla coil for vaporization. Thus ensuring a clean working environment. The Tesla coil outside, so it immediately just turns the ashes into dust, and it flows away in the breeze, just like a poetic song. But Daddy Caesar! Where the fuck do you keep coming from? (laughs) What's the next part of this process? You wait for a long time, which makes it hard because there's daily shipments of dead animals. (laughs) That means there's daily exports, too. No! Every six to to eighteen weeks, we export a new shipment. That's a wide gap, man. It really depends on how fresh these shipments get. But if you get a tour on these shipment days, you get to see the most incredible thing you will ever know. How do I schedule a tour? You call my phone and tell me you're coming. (laughs) What's your phone number? Two eight. Scarily close to my work phone. We we need to check. We need to check if that's an actual number. <laughs> it probably is. Call it Call it right now and check if it's a number of viewers. Then after the six to eight week period, when they all liquefy... Yeah, they're all partially liquefied. We obtain all the methane, put into our container for safe processing in the far future. And then, By safe processing, he means WMD, but that's for another time. I'm putting this out there right now. Our lawyer does not speak for us. Unless I'm doing something that may be considered illegal, but really isn't. Hi, I'm Shoebox. I'm the lawyer for this company. I have the worst job next to Caesar. So then after the fucking partial liquefaction of all the most wonderful, freshest, dead, mutilated, rotting animals you can get. Yeah, it filters downward into the mixing tank where the magic truly happens. Mm-hmm. Imagine the garbage disposal in your nearby kitchen sink. But fragrant and wonderful. We mix it up into a nice slurry. Hemp slurry. Hemp's not an adjective, I realize. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but shit. 
It's one big liquid that I soon mix with 50 parts dead animal slurry to 50 parts Axe Body Spray by volume. You can say half. No. <laughs> this, no, very so important. One part to one part. Shut up. Yeah, what if they don't know that one to one is really half to half? We have to make 100% of things. So yeah. 50, then they're stupid. We have the most wonderful concoction, 50% death slime, 50% the finest Axe Body Spray picked fresh from the axe fields in Libya. <laughs> have you ever seen an axe bush? No. They're a small bushy plant with a tall stem, and from it grows the axe nuggets. You what pick the those sun's fucking valic. You have to pick the axe nuggets only at night by hand, or the sun will vaporize them. Are you lying about how axe body spray is made? You have to crack them over a ceramic bowl. It'll know the difference. In case you wanted to know, most of our axe body spray mix is chocolate scent. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask, and ew. Dark temptation. You can't smell the chocolate. Because <laughs> it's mixed with dead animal slurry. And so you can't smell that either. <laughs> it's just, it really is just an assault on anything that it is. It turns into its own fragrance, death slime. It burns your nose hairs. We actually, yeah, trademark, trademark? Is that the correct term for trademarking a smell? I don't, trademark a smell? I don't know if you, you could trademark the... What kind of lawyer are you? Composition of the chemical, but you can't... You can't trademark the actual scent. It's kind of the same thing. And then death slime. After this mixing process, we have almost the finished version. So after it's mixed with Axe Body Spray, slurried all up, mixed again to make sure that it's nice and fucking even, we put it in our big tanker plane and send it off to our next facility, Zanzibar. (laughs) Our plane. (laughs) Our our plane is the most efficient method to ship anything anywhere that has been designed by humans. The pilot is wearing a wetsuit with a limited tank of air because the entire plane is filled with death slime to the brain. We found out by eliminating containers, we can increase efficiency of moving death slime by at least 80%. Holy moly, these are really small containers that we're using. So we we completely... The door was just too small. We tightened every nook, every cranny of the plane. We, we attach the hose to the outside and we fill it. It's a really heavy plate. <laughs> yeah. It's going to fall out of the fucking sky. It's made of metal. Why would it fall? Oh, you're right. Oh, you do. You How do boats swim? What? <laughs> swim? <laughs> Fuck. And then after the plane is filled, we send it on its merry way to the freest country outside of America. Zanzibar. The Zanzibar Processing Facility. Where we have our incredibly competitively paid for Zanzibar workers mm-hmm. put the death slime by hand so you know it's with love and care whoa. into 55 gallon whoa, drums. Whoa, whoa, wait, what? After they're hand pillowed in the 55 gallon drums, we put them back on our wonderful plane and ship it back to every Toys R Us in America. Wow, it gets delivered by plane to Toys R Us? <laughs> yeah, they drop it through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> We, we we funded every Toys R Us so they could have a death slime shoot. And that sounds convenient, it. so the workers don't even have to put it in the, the spot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was the idea. Save time and money. You're welcome, Corporate Toys R Us. America. You get a free product that you have to just deal with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and death slime gave our company, the company's name, Ginseng. It is what? derived from the <laughs> Japanese dragon of the East, Jin. And the and the Arabic Arabic camel of the West scene. 
And that's how he got it. And from our death slime, the hit runaway success that's been featured on every Ellen DeGeneres show ever aired. <coughs> I watch all of them. Post. Post. Even Post. the ones from like 2005. Yeah, we just stuck it. We just photoshopped it in the back and put it in the... Force Gump did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. E.T. did it. Yeah. Did Noah. Did it. We want to live up to E.T. E.T. put in, in the end scene, the cops used to have guns, but then in the new ones, they edited in uh, walkie-talkies. Oh, yeah, walkie-talkies. The hands of that. Do the walkie-talkies shoot bullets? No. Well, then why would you have a walkie-talkie? Because they don't like guns. Because they don't want to imply that they're going to shoot E.T. But they were. E.T. I know. Weirdo. Would you deserve to die. Would you shoot E.T.? E.T. sin. Yes, he's fucking disgusting. Okay, looking. viewers at home, text 844 and... <laughs> <laughs> Just that. Uh, and tell us whether you would shoot E.T. or not. Tell all your friends. Give them a text that says 844. Make, <laughs> make, make, a, make a survey. Send it out. Then send us the link of the results. Yes. Oh, San Antonio, 844, shoot E.T. We'll get fucking court-martialed. Fuck me. And then, from our runaway success, featured on any Ellis, any, every Ellen DeGeneres show, we were able to to create the brand of ginseng to the world. How would you rate your job in, in in this fucking... My job is the greatest hell man has ever conceived of. I am both PR and HR on top of working in this fucking factory. I make I, minimum wage. You fucking what? get a huge ass bonus. Excuse me. What? There's a bunch more money that someone's forgetting. Hey, someone maybe should I, have that money taken away so they'll be able to appreciate what they used I to will have. Shit all Say over. it, boss number two. I will shit into your fucking food chute. Let's let's go less about a daily day for you, and let's just go into the fucking absurdity that is your fucking job at this goddamn place. Okay, so when I have to make trips to the outside rim of the parking lot, <laughs> but the Burbank facility is twenty fucking miles diameter circle. Our factory's every, in the middle, and every fucking square centimeter outside of that area is mined. With fucking fox mace mines, every morning things die by trying to traverse it. Oh. So when I have to drive to the outer rim, I have to memorize the path to get out. Otherwise, I'll get sprayed with fuck me until I suffocate. <laughs> so I get into my brown Nissan Leaf. <laughs> oh, God. That is... Wow, is it only brown or is it No, more? there's more. What's more about that? There are pinstripes on this. front From front to back, there are red pinstripes. And left to right, there's green pinstripes. <laughs> wow, what a concoction of colors I never thought I would have to Nissan bear. Leaf is a full electric car, and we don't have... Uh, an electric outlet outside to charge it. So I have to get my <laughs> propane generator <laughs> to power my Nissan Leaf. <laughs> so oh, it's, it's not even nice. fucking methane powered, so I couldn't even like be self-sustaining. It's propane. I have to go buy that with my Nissan Leaf. And guess what? We don't copy for that. You don't. It sucks. I, do, I, go, I drive my Nissan Leaf out, and I usually forget what the fucking... Mazes, so I just speed through it as fast as I can. But it's a Nissan Leaf, so it's not very effective. Do you get sprayed with fox face? Yeah, all the time. No, he's developed a semi immunity. Yeah, I have yet to die to death slime, which is it is a fucking miracle. Like human torch, where it's like he should he should melt. Yeah, it really is. I'm I'm the death slime version of the human torch. You're black, and then Denny's is like I'll have a sausage on your plate for human torch. Yeah, <laughs> but that's listen. That's fucking your outside duties don't fucking pale in comparison to what you have to fucking do. Occasionally, inside. I have to order something online, and this was made before Amazon had drones. 
So I'd have to commission a young boy with a drone to drop shit into my fucking parking lot. So I could <laughs> pick it up because I don't have time to go and order shit. Online. Is the drone carrying like deer? It's ca- what? No, it's carrying like <laughs> pencils and shit for me to use. Yeah, oh, I fucking... thought it was carrying in some You're a um... retard. No, the trucks are for that. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't need children to bring deer yeah. under. And, I mean, you could get more that way. And here's like an the, idiot. I'm not gonna pay kids for drones. Here's Who the, says you're paying them? I did. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking paying them. Why would they do it otherwise? Because you anyway, ransomed their parents. And anyway, besides the point, they don't have parents anymore. Caesar, our only worker and employee of the month for the week, third week in a row. Luckily, third week. If employee of the month for the third week. Yeah, I do my own review every day. Yeah, he's fucking great. Oh, anyway, okay. at least the paper tells me he's fucking great. Anyway, his fucking he lives and breathes. The factory. He fucking lives there because it's very convenient for him. And we have a standing rule. I don't have a choice. We have a standing rule at the factory that it has to be manned at all times. Correct. And as Caesar is the only employee, but he could call up little little shoe boy over there. He refuses. Yeah, of course. Every time I ask him, he says, "No, I'm going to take vacation that day." And then he surprisingly doesn't take vacation that day. Anyway, so much to do. His living situation, his fucking room in the Burbank facility, is it is the most enviable room you could ever have. Imagine convenient. Imagine a ten by twenty foot room. It's a big studio. There's a toilet near the center of the room. My I play strategically my bed right next to the toilet. So in the middle of the night, should I need to go, I just have to roll correctly onto the toilet. You like you like bend your legs up above your head like you're trying to touch your sometimes the tank with your mouth and wiener and then you (laughs) just lean over and poop in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know about that? You mean you never got naughty with your mouth in the wiener? He, like, grabs on the top of his bed, like, a magical prison bed. So, like, the bars, he grabs it, and then, like, does basically, like, a reverse sit-up, puts his legs over, and then, like, his feet on the ground with his hands still on the bed, and he poops in the toilet. <laughs> it's hard. That I made it really hurts your back, I imagine. I made it hard on myself. He's flexible. He's trying to always get better. The best part is him trying to sleep because we have fluorescent lights installed, and he has the, the single window, right? The, the fucking air conditioner takes up the entire window. Ooh, he's standing up now. <laughs> so it's impossible yeah. to have natural light in there. And on the far wall, we have the greatest mosaic ever for him. Do you remember that, Caesar? I don't remember anything about a mosaic. Neither do I. No. The lights. I use mosaic descriptively. Mos- mosaic is not what it is. It's a panel of lights just outside my door, but it comes through my door because there's a window on my door. Through that the... is flashing the word flemily's. <laughs> In every color of the rainbow simultaneously <laughs> across like a casino fucking sign permanently all day and has a pyramid on it somewhere. I don't remember where. Why the pyramid? What does that add? I don't know. Triangles in nature's strongest shape. Oh. <laughs> right behind the eagle. Yeah, basically it's it's we're encouraging him. Like it's like some places have the little cat poster that says hang in there. We have a poster that says you will be the strongest shape. Also, every five minutes it plays the theme song to the Flemleys. <laughs> Um, oh. At loudspeakers. How loud? As max volume. You have to hear it throughout the entire diameter of the facility. Yeah. It only blasts from the factory, but you have to hear it across all 20 miles of this fucking paved hellscape. It's great. And he and, and Caesar here has an, a natural obsession with the Ellen DeGeneres show. 
I have a telescope in my room. No. <laughs> we we placed we placed the factory strategically in Burbank just for Caesar. He did not so that he can perfectly see the Ellen DeGeneres studio Burbank location with his telescope. If you like. location. Yeah. She doesn't move She around. doesn't travel. It's like, oh, we're sh- our show's in Denver I've seen fucking videos today. where she's like outside in air. Yeah, but they don't film those at the same time, probably. Then why, why haven't I seen that yet? Because you don't look hard enough. How many episodes of Ellen have you seen, Evan? I think half one. I've only seen clips. Mm. Never an entire show. Oh, we need to watch some Ellen. No, we have to watch Simon Birch. That's right. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime if you want to rent it. I think it's $4. I will... We're going to go to Denny's and then watch Simon Birch. Oh, boy. Well, we're going to Denny's after this. <laughs> what, yeah, what to Denny's. You can get yourself a sappy face pancake because I'll put chocolate chips on there for you. Is it Denny's? No. I... I... I no. What just happened to you? I've, you just started... I, I, I did the thing. I did the thing where I hit... I've, I've hit I've hit my point where I've, I'm going to quickly degrade from here starting now. But the candles are lit. Yeah. It's uh, probably the candle's fault. Anyway, I have a telescope. What? Sure. Yeah. I'm so lost. I don't Help know me. what's happening. Help me. No, I'm stop so lost. asking me. I'm helping you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, Papa John's. <laughs> okay, uh, uncut this part. Put that in the podcast. Go to Papa John's and get yourself a, a lobster meal. <laughs> now cut. You mean say it. Tell you, tell us how much you want Ellen DeGeneres' pussy. I don't. What I want fucking... to watch a show live, and I can't because it banned me from being fucking disgusting. Wait, how do you bathe it all there? I don't have a shower. I have a toilet. Right, but you, I mean, do you bathe it all? No, you can't have the toilet. I think I'm not gonna do a prison shower. Why not? I, I, just I lift the top the upper tank. Yeah, prisons have It's showers. clean in there. You have so much. In my work twenty minutes do. of free time, I just eat ice cream. Oh. And I look at my AC unit and ask myself if I should take it down so I can see the sun. Do you ever do it? Sometimes. I pull out my telescope and I look at the Ellen DeGeneres lot. Which is Wait, how do you see from your telescope that the Flemley sign is flashing so loudly? Out my That's front door. door. I have a window, which is not my door. Oh, okay. Yeah, that he, makes he, fucking dismant- he fucking takes out the AC, points the telescope out so he can watch the Ellen DeGeneres I can watch people lot. walk into the Ellen yeah. DeGeneres lot, and then I cry a little bit as I look at my shoebox full of Ellen DeGeneres tickets that I can't use. He buys a new things. ticket every day just because. I have a ticket to every single show. But Aren't I'm those also, free? No. Oh. But I've been blacklisted from the show for being actually covered in death slime, and someone got an infection because I was too close to them. It's okay. They just oh. got. They just want septic. I had, they kicked me out before the show started, so I never got to see more. You also sort of like. Gibbered, sort of, when you were next to her. Gibbered? Next to who? Ellen DeGeneres. She didn't show up yet. <laughs> Act like a fucking matter. I wish. She just comes down and sits next to you like, hey, little boy. <gasps> Do you want to have here my hook? My hook? Book. Oh. <laughs> Here's my rusty hook. <laughs> Sometimes the police come to do an inspection because there's missing persons. Mostly children. Sometimes... I, I took one of their guns once, and they, they didn't do anything about it. That's because you shot them. They're dead now. They went into the slime. I took their clothes and burned them in the Tesla coil. They legally aren't in the slime. They just look, I, That's not what legally means. They're still in the slime. No, they're not. Yeah, they're not <laughs> allowed. 
Yeah, they're not allowed. We made the rule that we can't have human people in human, the slime. Human flesh is neither halal nor the other one. Kosher. Kosher. What What did we do with all the cops that die in the they, fucking mace fields? You drag them into the slime and yeah. don't tell anyone. Yeah, because it's illegal to tell people. That's that's that's. It's like why you know it's it's legal to sell lead painted toys as long as you tell people it's not it's not lead painted. That's not true. China did it. You if China it. did it, it has to be true. China loves laws. So PR. So Step. Caesar is PR and HR for a company. He talks. We have a deal with the city of Burbank. They are allowed to have fun field trips to see industrialization of our factory. Mm-hmm. And in exchange, we can have a factory there. The bus drivers refuse to go through the minefield anymore. <laughs> so they drop the kids off at the front gate and have to walk in. <laughs> Yeah, there was one incident in you which they were on foot, children. <laughs> it's it's only twenty miles. <laughs> it's oh twenty miles through a God. maze that doesn't follow a straight line most of the time. I want to put. We've only had, I think, officially two incidents. That little girl lost her skin. Yeah, <laughs> she she like stepped off the track. She didn't listen to me. It's her fault. Yeah, she really she she deserved, she, yeah, she deserved it. Honestly. She signed the waiver. She stepped off the track, got maced, and fell over into more mace, and then just kept she on She didn't get up even though I yelled at her. Yeah. And, I mean, by the time we could disable the system, it's been like an hour or five. I didn't disable it. It ran out. Oh, that's right. We ran out of mace on those mines. Anyway, we pulled her out, and long story short... Uh, she wanted to feel better. She wanted to salve for her melty burnt skin. So were... all I had was grape hogging dust. I kind of rubbed that on her, and then she died. Yeah. yeah. She she thought she had skin for the barest of barest seconds, though. It was nice and cold and a waste of fucking... That's what I think of when I think of skin. Cold. I was talking about the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> delicious, delicious grape hagen dust. If I had, like, a waste... If I just had some fucking shitty vanilla... You don't. It's only but grape. I, I only have grapes, so I have to waste the good shit. I'm we fucking, fucking import Is it the children. good shit if it's all you have? Yeah. We we import that from I think you it was only get rice. You're like I have to give my fucking good rice to these people. Give them the best ice cream in the world. Yeah, fucking cocaine. Like man, why don't I give them like the only good drug I have? The only drug you have. Yeah, it's the only good one too because I only buy good ones. Well, to be fair, you get really shitty cocaine. That's like I can get shitty soda. grape hagadas too by getting grape Ben That's and right. Jerry's. Or whatever. I just remembered we fucking import that. We fly it in from Italy. I think. It's illegal in America, so I have to. That's right. That's it's embargoed. Right. So I don't know why, but I've never learned why. But I just it was buy something it. with the uh, what's the the FDA the food? Yeah, because they used to sell little toys in the grape Hagen dazs only. So they're like, oh, you can't do that in America, and, and they, they never lifted the ban. Yeah. Well, I, the thing was, they never. I don't took... think that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they it's never because there was little toys in it. Yeah, yeah. So they had plastic toys embedded in the ice cream. Yeah, they never took the toys out too because they were like, we're not flying to those capitalist pigs. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Italy. We're hogging dust. What the control. fuck? Why are they shoved toys in the ice cream? For, for kids. Come on. That's not fun. You have a gross and sticky army man now. You have to wash it off and well, not actually, no, off. after we sign the deal, they're only flimlies. Anyway, we'll get on we'll get, we'll get on with Caesar's HR and PR, and then we'll we'll dive into the flimlies. So Caesar for this company is also our HR and PR. He, he, How he many rep- times are you gonna mention that? That's like the fourth time. I think it was the fifth, actually. But anyway, he talks to people as as PR, as HR. Every day, he has to fucking interview every one of our employees, which not include the fuckers here and the fuckers we are friends with who are currently not here, but a fleet of rabbis. It's only like a hundred. I think wasn't it? I think it, I want to say I thought it was less. It started as like a dozen, and every time you ask Corey how many rabbis he has, he says like a. He always increased it by a magnitude. 
Fucking cool. He was like, he had like 25 and then he had 100. Now he's 1,000. That's what he thinks. Because he can't count all the rabbis in his class. He probably thinks they all look the same too because they're white. They're white rabbis. They're really white rabbis. Um, but yeah, but the way that Caesar conducts these fucking HR interviews, he'll go out into the desk line in the gondola because we're not fucking paying him just to interview. He's on our time, so he's working also. Minimum wage, hourly, perfect. Yeah, we're fucking your bonus though. Who doesn't fucking want it? And that, so he t- goes out in the gondola to fucking start getting the cows out of there. And we have attached the back of the gondola. Cows? Did I say cows? You said yeah. cows. Sorry. Pigs. Sorry. I'm, I'm a little cross-faded right now. Not really. Yes, I am. Anyway. So attached to the back of the gondola by a rope is those spinning teacup rides. That will, f- And we've rigged this up so it'll always spin. That way we can test the endurance of our workers. That's not why. I can that's say That's the only thing I could find. I, I could say that's why, though. But it's not true. I'm NPR, so I have to tell the truth at all times, even to the police. You're right. When I tell them that I didn't kill the first mate, and I didn't put him in the death line without his clothes on, and you can't find him in there because I burned him. And you just like the cosplayers police on the weekends. Anyway, the purpose of our company, Ginseng, I really should have started out with this, honestly, after I explained it. The purpose of the company of Ginseng is to create wonderful and fantastical creations for the betterment of society. Name one of these fantastical creations. So, one of the greatest creations ever created is a television show we're aiming... What was our target audience? Um, it, was, it was putting on PBS. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah it was PBS Kids. <laughs> it was PBS yeah. Kids, so it's yeah, like... It was. Fucking, so it's like... PBS Kids school and children. HBO, so we're putting it on. Grade School Children and me when I'm at my dad's house. <laughs> grade School Children and Black People. It's only when he's at his dad's house. He's super fucking white otherwise. <clears throat> but it's basically a coming-of-age story. Think of the best show ever aired, Everyone Hates Chris. Smash. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's about a family. Arthur. <laughs> it's about a family who moves into the city of people different from them and where they're discriminated against, but they learn through their hardship and through working together how important family is, how important it is to work together, and... To, to to work and to just you know be themselves and don't worry about what other people think <laughs> what's the hardship the families have to deal with so this is an abstracted show because we don't want to show little kids about a tv show where white people are mean to black people right that's kind of risque so we've extracted this where the family called the flemleys that's their last name spell it p-h-e I you, forgot the you rest. The L. It's Come on. P H E. Oh shit! I said it too. F L E G I E S. Wait. What an M? Fuck! There's also a G in the word phlegm. He said G. Then he didn't say the M. M. Fleggies. Fleggies. Well, it's the word phlegm with lees after it's phlegmies. Yeah. What are the phlegmies? They're a family of people with fruit for heads. Oh my god. Are we have the same fruit? No, they're different fruit. Which, to differentiate them so kids know, because kids understand different fruit. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you know kids have the ability to differentiate fruit from each other? Much like a simian. <laughs> <laughs> wow, kids are great. Tell me more about these creatures. So, creature. the <laughs> so we have, you have the family, the grandmother, Grape Ma. Oh my god, what's her... Deal. What's her fruit? <laughs> her head is a, is a bunch of grapes, but they're like not yet raisins. They're in the process of drying out. They're still grapes. 
Okay. Right? The grandfather's fucking dead or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have the fucking lovable son, Apple Boy. What? Lemon what? Boy. Oh my god, you're 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 done. <laughs> Get out I'm of here. S- I'm the president. It's now Vidge saying Apple <laughs> Boy. Are you kidding me? Sorry. I'm gonna tell Ryan I'm when gonna, he gets down here. I'm gonna okay. inject you with SARS. Let's cut this out. No. Sorry. No. So the son is named Lemon Boy. We have the best character, in my opinion, Straw Baby. Are you kidding? If, if there's a grandma and a son, who is the middle between the two generations? None. <laughs> Just <laughs> uncle. <laughs> uncle. Kiwi uncle, the most uh, conservative of them all. <laughs> sure. Okay. And then we have the... And then... You know it's like, not all black people are what? gangsters, but one ruins the bunch, right? What? It's sort of like this oh. for the family, oh, Flemleys, where we have the banana flasher. And he's the reason why everyone in the city, by the way, their head, the people in the city, their heads are seafood heads, right? It's like it's like <laughs> octopus, salmon, shark, all that shit. Okay. There might be a bivalve in there too at some point. Um, but yeah, because the banana flasher goes around and gives a bad name to fruit everywhere, everyone hates the Flemings when they first move in. But eventually they get accepted when people learn, hey, they're not all flashers. It's cool. Alex, can you give me a detailed list of the episodes up to this date? Well, the first released Flemings uh, <laughs> compendium. Flemings, I don't know, I shouldn't call it an episode. Special. special. It was the Christmas special. And... What's God. the plot of it? <laughs> what happens in the <laughs> debut God, Christmas special of the Flemleys brand? Hi there, everyone. My name is Alex, and I'm the lead animator for the Flemleys. I also am, do all the casting. I do... I select... Who's the horse that we have that just stands there? That's Banana Flasher. No, who has to sit there but doesn't talk? Yeah. It's Sarah Jessica Parker. That's right. Sarah Jessica Parker is Banana Flasher, but she just sits there and there's a horse. I don't understand. A horse is in the booth, but we don't use the sound from the horse. (laughs) And we have Sarah Jessica Parker there. We create it with space drums, the the horse, the sounds of Banana Flasher. (laughs) Yeah, they're just reverb space drums. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's a lot of work. Anyway. The first episode for Kiwi Uncle the Bell Toll <laughs> is the Christmas special. The scene starts, Kiwi Uncle's out on the night. It's very late, no one's out on the streets, and he's in his little car, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. or on foot. I thought it was an electric scooter in my head, actually. Okay. I always pictured like a He's p- on a pogo I, I, always, stick. I always pictured a Ford Pinto. <laughs> he's in a Ford Ew. Pinto. And he pulls up next to a lady uh, of the night. Uh, yeah, she's she's kind of scandalous and and underage and. Valley, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you slipped that in early. Holy she, shit! She's second descriptor. <laughs> no, okay. She's young. She's <laughs> under there. She's virile. And Kiwi Uncle, <laughs> Kiwi Uncle pulls up next to her in the Ford Pinto, opens the door, and she gets in. He drives to a secluded area in the driveway. Of his house. (laughs) (laughs) They live... I imagine they live in, like, a large mansion. I picture just a house. Oh, I guess it could be just a house. It's full house house. Yeah. Oh, it's a a really tall house. Yeah, in California. With three male adults. Kiwi Uncle, Banana Flasher, and Lemon Boy. (laughs) Banana Flasher doesn't live there. He lives under a bridge, I think. Just a troll. 
Kiwi Uncle leans over to this young vixen, girl. This spry vixen. Yeah, this ripe youth. What is, what, what, is she a fruit or a seafood? She's a sea, I think she's an urchin. A sea urchin. She is a seafood. Because she is not a flunley. <laughs> he says, let's take this to the back. They both get out of the car awkwardly and open the, the back door. They both get out. Lean the seats forward because it's a two-door Ford Pinto. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then get in the back seat. Kiwi Uncle talks to her and says, you have to come onto my side. That that one's broken. It doesn't lean forward, so she has to go to his side. <laughs> oh, man, too He real. tries to close the door when she's getting in. It's like, I just want to make this quick. And she, she's, like, getting her last foot in there, and he's trying to close it already, and she gets in. Like, Did he leans go in over first? Her. Yeah, he went in first because he was on the driver's side already. Oh, God. And then... He's to, too ready. He's too eager. And then to make this episode completely kid-safe, we cut to a real-life footage of someone just taping a door with a huge keyhole, and we just slip a lemon through the keyhole, forward and back out of it. It's kiwi. Kiwi. What's wrong with you? I'm not okay right now. I'm like... This is, like, all... Like, I had a huge headache, and, like, the Flemleys are just hitting me so, like, incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, so you just boy. see the image of a kiwi going in. You see it go in. And then that's the end. They, you have to realize that what is his moral of the story is so bad. So let me, okay, let me put this, okay, so what happens is, so Kiwi Uncle. <laughs> it's, like, it's okay, I'm fine. She was. So what happens, what so what happens is after that happens, Kiwi Uncle, after the act, Kiwi Uncle learns that this girl was slightly south of the age of 13. <laughs> slightly south. <laughs> and he becomes racked with guilt. How could he do this? How could he hurt someone so much? And he's, and he just can't live on. He gets depressive suicidal thoughts. And you can see how it affects him in his day-to-day -day life. He can't go out fishing with fucking Lemon Boy anymore. He can't read stories to Great Ma. Isn't fishing like... Wouldn't it be really that weird be in a really fish strange, town? Yeah. yeah, they... I mean, it's you like fish... Hunting people. I mean, that's... Eh, they're fruit. They don't give a fuck. Well, I guess you're right. <laughs> spearing monkeys. <laughs> like, I'm a human. I don't care. But then, through all this trial and hardship, his family reaches out to him. And he learns the greatest lesson of all. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done before. You are human and humans make mistakes. And you shouldn't let that drag you down into a pit of depression. You should know that it only makes you stronger and that you can forge forward, overcoming all the obstacles in your life to become someone amazing. Regardless of anything you've done before. And then <laughs> that the, the camera pulls back from the house, pulls into the graveyard. She died. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> that was a Hamlet 2. That was a Hamlet like, 2 move. <laughs> she, got, she got like, I don't know, after she, she fucking liked the screen, she got probably got like hit by a car or something. Yeah. But anyway, the moral of the. It's from a different species. It's epic. It's <laughs> epic. It's Ebola. But basically, the moral of this story we're trying to teach youngsters is that everyone makes mistakes, and no matter what happens, you shouldn't let that drag you down, and you should go forward. Because mm -hmm. um, Kiwi Uncle's actually the most moral character ever. He's, so, he's kind yeah, of the main character. It's in his description, he has to be the most moral. Like, it's amazing. What are some other episodes featuring primarily Kiwi Uncle? Uh, well, there's only one other featuring Kiwi <laughs> <laughs> That's episode three, we'll get to that. Uh, episode one is called New Roots. And it's about Lemon Boy. Lemon Boy. Lemon Boy faces prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to school and he see he has to use the, the fruit fountain, the fruit only fountain. 
He has to go to the fruit-only bathroom. People make fun of him when he goes to class. The teacher asks the class an easy question, like, who forded the Delaware? And Lemon Boy raises his hand because he read up on it the night before, and she's like, oh, no, you, you, you know, no, sorry, monkeys didn't ford the river. Yes, you with the fish head. Oh. And it just, it just hurts. Monkeys didn't ford the river. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in, in this dark time at school, when he just can't fit in, a single soul reaches out to him. A friend that teaches him that not all fish people are bad. And Lemon Boy teaches the other one not all food people are bad. It's a story of acceptance between two young fellas in a non-homosexual way that differences aren't something differences aren't something to, to, that, 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 that makes us less of a person. It's through these differences that we grow strong and through forging these connections between people of a diverse group of people that we can truly meet our full potential as people. That's episode one, New Roots. It's basically, it's basically fucking Lemon Boy goes to school where it's super racist against him. But then there's like this one kid who was like one fish kid that was like bullied. And then like eventually they like they reach out to each other, become friends. And they, you know, they they share their cultures and they learn, hey, they're not fucking savages. You know, they're not spear chuckers. Good job, Lemon Boy. You made a friend. Yeah. Must be hard with a lemon for a head. Overcome it all. Hey, Arnold did it. Yeah, he did. Episode two, <laughs> old dog new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> this episode focuses on Great Mom. <laughs> Great Mom. Isn't this more of a series? This, no, it's an episode technically. That <laughs> is described as three episodes. It is a three-part episode. So if you if I'm, like the five-part duel with Pegasus. To people who who to our listeners who are familiar with. The melancholy <laughs> of Haruhi. <laughs> like that's how you use there is, is there is a special endless uh, endless eight was it? Yeah, endless eight, where it's literally the same eight episodes over and over because God willed it. This is essentially like that, but far more infuriating. Alex, uh, Great Ma is upset because she's un like she's not in touch with the youth of today, so. She gets a, I believe she gets a laptop. She gets an iPhone. She gets an iPhone. And iPhone 7 Plus. All three episodes of this are her constantly going back to the Geek Squad at Best Buy <laughs> and asking them why the internet isn't working on her iPhone. You watch in real time as she drives to and from Best Buy yeah. for an hour and a half. Every day, every couple hours, she goes back. She's like she's like she's oh, like she gets some information. And what just... is Bluetooth? <laughs> they're like, Ugh. and they they already hate her because she's she's great, mall. Hey, <laughs> they're fish people and they're racist. That's oh, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. They already hate her because she's a fruit head. I thought you were gonna say they hate her because they hate grapes. <laughs> no, <laughs> she just keeps going back. She's like, my internet's not printing correctly. Oh, of course it wouldn't for a foodie. So that's what. That's that one. There's really no moral there. It's kind of like a breather from all the heavy episodes yeah, we've been putting out lately. It's, it's it's pretty much actually just 72 hours of watching someone talk to Geek Squad and it's and, and then drive home and then drive to fucking Best Buy again. She's super good. 
it's it's a it's a resting period for the writing staff, but a heavy time for the animators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. You gotta watch her smoke on the way. Yeah. She smokes in her car, and then Lemonboy gets in. She just waves it out as if that does anything. Yeah, he gets secondhand smoke, and uh, I I want to write in the cancer arc, but they won't let me yet. No, that's too real. Sorry, you have to get at least a season. I'm like underage prostitution. That doesn't happen. Yeah, that's a that's a myth. <laughs> what the fuck? Are, do you do that? You Why? must be sick. <laughs> Someone's getting doctor bonus at Zanzibar. You can't fucking tell me what to do based on your cartoon. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, let's go to let's go to the next episode. Episode three. Home Alone. Kiwi's big break. <laughs> All in lowercase. <laughs> so Kiwi Uncle, as the most moral character, oh, yes, I remember now, is in debt. He has massive credit card debt. He has debt on the house that he bought and moved everyone into. He doesn't have a job. He's, he bought a card. He bought a Pinto. and that I mean, he didn't have money for that. And so he realizes the one way out of this is to, to declare bankruptcy. And so he does... And he gets out. <laughs> he, he 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 racks up this massive debt that he can't pay back, and the loan sharks, literal sharks, are like, "We're gonna fucking kneecap your sonny." And 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 Kiwi Uncle's at his wit's end. And then while reading the newspaper, an article comes up, and he gets an idea. Bankruptcy. If he declares bankruptcy, he doesn't have to pay any money. Mm-hmm. And the moral of the story, kids, there's it, always an easier way out. <laughs> there's always there's always an easy way out. Whatever problems you have, there's always an easy way out. Just go to prison. Yeah, you get free food and exercise. And a bed? Holy fuck. Yeah. And if you're lucky, that little guy at the end of the lunch line might give you a little shum shum. What? I don't know. Little guy at the end of the lunch line. Hey. Is this experience speaking? <laughs> hey, don't rape me anymore, son. What the fuck? Oh. So any of our rape viewers that don't like trigger, so trigger warning now. Trigger warning. We mentioned rape and underage potential rape. That wasn't that's statutory. Yeah, that's statutory. Right was, what else was she doing at night? She was giving blowjobs to other underage people. It's not statutory. Oh, I get. Wait. Isn't that both on both sides? No, like... No. Well, it depends where you are, I It's statutory. I think it's, like, if you're... One's under 16 and the other's over 17. It, it, it depends, depends on, state. on the it's, state. Yeah, it's state, state by state. state. Why don't they just neuter everyone so, for example, they grow up? <laughs> in, in Japan, one place named Tokyo That's has... Right. It was not 14? 13 is the age of consent in Tokyo. That's right. Because right. that one's a province by province. Tokyo's yeah. a whole province. Just that itch that only a tiny hand could scratch. <laughs> Head over to Tokyo. <laughs> but you don't like midgets. <laughs> yeah, but you don't like midgets. <laughs> I guess it's a slur. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I'd rather be called a midget than a little person. No, I mean, we've already been... Re- I, at least I've been very racist, so at least we should hit midgets while we're here. Let's hit midgets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any more episodes? Do we have any more on there? That's the only three I have. Okay. Or the beginning of the Flemleys. Um, I'm pretty sure there's another special. There was. I. I I'm pretty sure there was a, another one about Kiwi Uncle learning a very important lesson. That's so vague. <laughs> That's two episodes so far. We don't have a banana flash or strawberry 
Well, that's... what's Straw Baby gonna do? She poops in her crib. She could. Yeah. <laughs> they made episodes about dill pickles. They made episodes about Maggie Simpson. Yeah, she killed a man. Almost. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't Spoilers. Know. She's the one who shot Mr. Burns in that two-part episode. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Who shot Mr. Burns? It was Maggie. Of course. Uh, um, yeah. The baby with a revolver. No, he like had it in his pouch and like fell out, and she just pulled the trigger and shot him and landed on a clock or a compass. And it pointed to WS, but like upside down with like MS. I think. Okay, so Weird. I think I got it. So I think we made a prequel to the Kiwi Uncle episode in which he declares bankruptcy. Okay. It's how he got into bankruptcy when he realized that credit cards are free money. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he fucking gets one of those advertisements in the mail with a credit card into it. And then he realizes it's free money, so he signs up for everyone he can. And then he just fucking... That's how he got the house and the car and all that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then and then we lead on to the bankruptcy episode. Technic- but that's a prequel. We show that after three. It's yeah, a, it's like Star Wars. It's, it's the reveal that shows the downfall. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, fuck. Fucking Kiwi Uncle. Kiwi Uncle's the greatest. So, as, as, as you guys are probably, as you listeners are probably very well aware, this is a very, this, this series is about learning to be a better person. And it's very um, appropriate for young children because the abstractions we take to try to avoid unsettling or disturbing imagery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like watching Sagwa and realizing it's all about Mongoloids. <laughs> fuck is that Sagwa the Siamese Chinese cat yeah oh <laughs> I watched way too many cartoons like after age like within like seven years I've watched too many children's shows and you've been pissed off at some of them for how shitty they are you love cats. Who, f- who the fuck likes bubble guppies bubble guppies can go to hell what the fuck is that it's shit it's real people but they have fishtails and they're underwater but there's butterflies and shit it's like why put it underwater it, they serve no there's no reason for them to be underwater but they just they're like we'll do it for fun but they still have, like birds fly around <laughs> it's like you have fish people and then just shit like fuck fuck you bubble guppies they have winter and it snows we should sue them for infringing on flemleys fucking hate bubble guppies so anyway sorry it's it's fine so anyway flemleys becomes a massive hit and by that I mean it becomes a massive hit with literally only one person that matters. Mm-hmm. And that is the most celebrated human that has ever existed in the modern era outside of Mao's era. Mahatma Gandhi? Close. Vladimir Putin. Um, that was close. They have long names. So Putin loves our show so much he fucking invested all his money into our company nearly all the gdp of russia for a year a lot of money maybe i don't know and i'm, I'm ignorant probably a lot of money for a, a country by the way we're, we're doing all of this in candlelight of course and it just fucking flared up massively to my last statement which proves its truthfulness so the rest of it, this fucking thing was bullshit <laughs> yeah. No. yeah essentially right no i think no so that's that's flemley's Probably one of the most uh, successful creation of uh, ginseng ever. Remember the name ginseng. The Flemleys. Because you're going to hear it way too often if this podcast actually continues. Yeah. Um, every every Saturday we'll film a Blimp Monday. <laughs> so. Is it called Blimp Monday? It's called Blimp Monday. That's correct. 
So no, you're not going to ever explain Blimp Monday? No, we're not going to explain Blimp Monday. That'll we're be... Not. When's this going to be released? On Monday? Uh, this is like... So we're just going to cap it off there. This is going to be a hard edit. I tell you that right now. So <laughs> I'm going so to cap this off with a, an uh, exit. So <clears throat> Blimp Mondays was designed with the express purpose to show the world the creation of Burbank and Zanzibar, uh, the inventions uh, created by it, as well as our geopolitical uh, dominance. <laughs> and we're gonna come out with with these episodes as a record of the insane like fucking things we make up. I feel like this has to be more structured. <laughs> it will be, but you know we'll we'll figure it out as we go along. Thank you for joining us for Blip Monday episode uh, I. Oh my god! I am. Uh, what, what the fuck? Episode he, I. He chose. These are fucking chose. Wait, this is you. That was a joke on the way here. He chose. He says, <laughs> "I said we should do this all. We should." They made like the imaginary number I. No, like, no. Oh, get ready for theta next Ro- week. Roman numerals. Oh, yeah. okay. So Roman numeral I. We need lowercase Roman numerals. I mean, yeah.